This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow vows to move ahead in helping craft a $1.9 trillion coronavirus bill as an impeachment trial also gets underway in the Senate. She says she's working with colleagues on four key areas for nutrition and agriculture. Ensure that families in America have enough to eat. Close the gaps in our food supply chain, including providing PPE to food processing and farm workers. Providing critical support for rural hospitals and helping farmers who have been left behind. Farmers should not expect a huge amount of aid for agriculture like bills passed last March and December. But the bill will have assistance for minority farmers. It will also include measures to bolster research at black, Hispanic, and Native American universities and colleges. The House Agriculture Committee is meeting tomorrow to approve their portion of the new coronavirus relief package. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee advanced Michael Regan, President Joe Biden's nominee, to head the Environmental Protection Agency 14 to 6 this morning. Democratic Chairman Tom Carper says Regan is the right person to lead EPA. And as an honest and thoughtful public servant, he brought people together to find solutions to some of the Tar Heel State's most pressing environmental challenges. I believe he's fully capable of doing that again as EPA administrator, working with all of us to address climate change and protect our air, our water, our natural resources, while helping to create good, paying jobs for the American people and strengthening our economy. Ranking Republican Shelley Moore Capito voted against Regan, citing the lack of commitment on key policy concerns. Secretary Regan also did not commit to preserve the navigable waters protection rule. He could not rule out a return to the Obama administration's 2015 WOTUS rule or something like it. Without clear commitments to oppose some policies that would economically devastate my state, I cannot support him. I can tell you that he is a good man, as our, sec- as our uh, chairman said, a good family man, really an inspiration, I think, for, for many young people and a great public servant. Five other Republicans joined Capito, including Senators John Bozeman of Arkansas, Joni Ernst of Iowa, Jim Inhofe of Oklahoma, Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming, and Richard Shelby of Alabama. A full Senate vote on Regan has not been scheduled yet. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. U.S. corn and soybean ending stocks are getting tighter as the Department of Agriculture increased exports in today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. The tighter ending stocks are also leading to higher anticipated prices as producers prepare for spring planting. U.S. corn ending stocks are estimated at 1.5 billion bushels compared to 1.55 billion bushels in January. Soybean ending stocks are at 120 million bushels, down from 140 million bushels last month. Wheat ending stocks are unchanged at 836 million bushels. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. As COVID-19 vaccinations are being distributed across the country, union leaders say food and retail workers should be near the top of the list. United Food and Commercial Workers Union President Mark Perrone says federal, state, and local electors must prioritize essential workers and notes further delays are unacceptable. You know, we're not saying that these workers need to be first, but they shouldn't be last either. Our elected leaders, they must work with us. 
the food and retail CEOs to ensure that the vaccine is free for all essential workers and that these workers have paid time off to receive each dose. They can't stand in line for hours and hours. Based on a UFCW survey, Perone says 70% of essential food workers are ready to take the vaccine. And what is inexplicable, given the threats and the risks that these essential workers face, is the fact that a new report that shows only 13 states currently prioritize access for food workers, which puts our food supply at risk. Pointing to a National Bureau of Economic Research study, Perone says there's a 55% likelihood for essential workers to test positive for COVID-19 than those classified as non-essential. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nulley.